Hi, I'm Paul. You're listening to the Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Hi, Hi, Paul. Paul. Uh, we're going to start off. Uh, I'm joined by uh, Dave the Mad Hatter, Jimmy Hello. Kimmel. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I messed up. Really? It, it's, look, that? I messed up. I already, he had the look in his eye. He started already. Um, award winning. Rehabby Jimmy, rehabby award winning Jimmy Kimmel almost live. And Dropping cheese, <laughs> Josh. Josh. Cheese, Josh. Funky cheese, man, Josh. You buy my forgiveness with cheese, Bendis. <laughs> yes, uh, I believe we're opening this podcast with the uh, jo- with the soundbite with Josh uh, uh, apologizing to Bendis. <laughs> Josh as long like, as he no, can get more of this cheese, so you know, do whatever uh, you want for this cheese. <laughs> wow. We now found. Wow. I'll, do, I'll do time stamps again. <laughs> See, so, see so, we don't need to find another editor. We just need to just, I just need constantly smoking cheese. cheese. Uh, we're going to get him to help out at the shows now, you know, for, for cheese, because he's going to do it. <laughs> we'll be like, hey, where's Josh in the hotel room? Oh, he's in the corner drinking uh, beer and cheese. <laughs> just see him over there like a little mouse. Oh, my God. All right. Well, we're here to review uh, the comic books that came out this week on one nine. Correct. Yeah. Look at that. Look at me. New year and knowing a date. I think you nailed the last one, too. He did. That's two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. Look at me. New Year's. Look at new new me. Actually, I don't think he ever said the date in last week's podcast. (laughs) I I remember he maybe I don't know. I I can't remember anything. I remember one My of them. Mine's all, all, I it's think all cheesed it's up. All cheesed up. <laughs> it's all cheesed up. He's full of cheese. So you're going to have a much calmer, cheesed up, funky he Josh man. hate everything. No, not yeah. at all. He's, as soon as he starts hating, it's like, here, drive well, more that's how, I know, that's how I know I did a good job. Josh likes it. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. All right. So uh, we're going to start off with our Marvel books this week. We're going to start off with the third web of Venom, which is Venom Unleashed, um, which is... Doggy Venom? What are we calling him? <laughs> I mean, this is... Spike? Spike. <laughs> uh, that doesn't seem right for Venom. I don't I don't know. As, as you're stuffing yourself with monster cheese Are we going to get face. another like pet-themed book where we have this dog and then the dog from Thor? <laughs> they seem very similar, what, though. What Could you we... imagine Thor-y? Thor-y and this dog and... taken over by the dog oh, symbiote? I would buy that book. Put Donny Cates. As long as Donny Cates is writing it, yes, we will do that. Um, Donny Cates. I feel like he would take over Thorry, and then Thorry would just poop it out. This and be like, "I've passed worse." So this one is is technically written and drawn by Ryan Stegman, who does the Venom series right now. Who's doing doing a wonderful job on the art on on Venom. Um, the because this is a two part. Well, there's two stories in this, and the first part is kind of doggy venom. I don't, do, are we gonna? We got to figure out a name for him. Um, there's not a name on the internet for doggy venom. There's no, gotta be. Not. 
And they're not they're the not, one time social media lets us down. Oh, wait. No, that's all the time. Um, they're not even speculating on, you know, the last Venom book where Dog Venom was. That's his first. That's appearance. his first appearance. So they're even missing that. Uh, oh, because, you know, the Immortal Hulk, that Avengers, that 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 book's going up because it's the first appearance of a mortal Hulk. <laughs> well, there, there's a big debate on that. On oh, the there's, there, there, because, there's no debate. They're just no, they are debating, assholes. No, because and, and guys are like, no, it's not his first appearance. It's still Banner Hulk. It's just the first time they referred to him as immortal. Yeah. And whatever. I did. Yeah. Anyway, there's not a ton of dialogue in the first part of the series because it is pretty much all through Brock. The, 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 Edward. Um and those are pretty much those are all the words. Um, so the art's great. The the venom dog and lots of teeth and all that other stuff. And he goes through and I guess these Carn- zombies. Carn- yeah. I think we ought to call Carnage it Fluffy. Fluff. I, okay, Fluffy. Okay. I'm I'm okay with Fluffy. I like Fluffy. Okay. So we have this all told told through Fluffy's eyes, mm-hmm. and um, it's his story where he's trying to still save Eddie because Eddie, I guess, is his friend because he's still trying to be. Do the we protector. know why Fluffy even exists yet? I mean, he just sort of started, something did, about the disconnect when. Yeah, but why is he Fluffy? I, I I don't know. They really haven't explained that why. Okay, all right. I I didn't miss something or forgot. Okay, all right. Um. So, again, I guess till we get to the end of this, and then there's something, there's a lethal protectors. Um, yeah, with all the mining reference, equipment. Yeah, yeah reference, yeah. Yeah, reference. And um, so it gets to where we find out that Carnage is kind of mind controlling these people and stuff and he gets into with brain worms he gets into fluffy with a little brain brain worm but i guess you know fluffy well no he's pulling them out it. of the zombies oh he's pulling them out of zombies yeah but um so is this actually venom just as a dog yeah yeah, yeah. that's it's what fluffy symbiote. is it's the symbiote in he, he, dog form he's he, not attached to he's brock not attached anymore. to brock he's not so attached to anything i guess i, I, I just a dog guess for he's, no reason well, that's what I asked. Eddie, I guess because he's loyal to Eddie, he turns Eddie into a dog. Still, uh, oh. Eddie Man's can best still, friend, I guess, yeah, sort of thing. I guess. Eddie can still bond with him, can still become Venom, but Eddie's 100% in control. There's nothing on... It's blank on the other side. He's been and that told, happened in one of the issues of Venom, like a couple... After one he, or two yeah, issues after ago. he got put yeah. into the furnace yeah. and all that. Yeah. Um, but he still has kind of that reactionary... I'm thinking it's the whole... Well, can, the dogs really can't... Oh, I'm Doggo? That's terrible. If that's what they're naming him, Doggo, that's awful. That is horrible. Wait, Fluffy's what? better. I like Fluffy better. We're calling him Fluffy. Fluffy We're not calling is. him Doggo. We're calling him Fluffy. All in favor? Uh, I. Sure. I. Yeah. All right. Eyes have it. Um, Josh and, is still mulling um, over so, so Fluffy, Fluffy finds out that Carnage is, is the one behind all of this, and uh, he goes to Eddie to warn him and takes a big carnage vomit because he pulls all the worms i guess brain out worm, of brain vomit. brain comer, yeah. and, and eddie realizes what it is right right 
and he's begging him, you know, give me something. Give me something that tells me you're still in there. Because at this point, he has nothing but kind of reactionary, you know, kind of grunts and things like that. And then we get to the second back half story, which honestly, I like this. Oh, this was great. This I like. It explains what happened. To it explains what happened to everybody. Um, it is the art is great, um, and we go through the whole thing with Carnage doing all of this and creating the the Carnage zombies or whatever to go get uh, go after Eddie and stuff because to let him know that hey Carnage is Carnage. back and stuff. This is uh, Carney's okay. I'm I'm okay with that. Um, and you can see this him standing is... in front of the wall uh, that he was in Carnage Reborn with all the people that yeah. have ever been bonded with a symbiote. And the point of that is he needs to kill them all. So he went after the one that still has a symbiote first. Kind of a dumb move, but you yeah. Know. So um, of the three Web of Venom uh, issues so far, my least favorite. It was still okay, oh, it, it but was this still is my. Read. It was still it's still decent. Yeah. I think it's I think this is all important stuff that's going to be coming up for right. the other uh, with the Venom series and ties in. But um, for for what, for what uh, the story is, I don't think the wasting, art was the art wasting cool. Don, Donnie Cates on this because it wasn't a very well. There's, there's dialogue heavy. Yeah, there's no dialogue really to it. It's so. very driven by kind of which it's a great horror book. This is this would have been great around Halloween. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, sure. But um, yeah, it's so it's it's okay. All right. Okay. Mr. Dave. Uh, we're going to do Avengers number 12. Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, Hi Dave. Dave. Um, there wasn't a lot going on in this issue, but nope. there was a lot going on in this issue. Yep. You know, um, I think Josh is the only other one that read it. Yes. So in order to get gather intelligence and keep an eye on what's going on not only intergalactically and terrestrially mm -hmm. does that work sure okay we'll let it well, yeah so black panthers black Pan panthers explaining to jarvis right is giving him the tour of, of their new uh base of operations the 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 pro progenitors corpse up in north pole he's like hey look this is where the avengers are going to be but i'm putting it another team that's going to be here on earth that's going to kind of keep an right, eye on and things. I want you to oversee him yeah um and he's like well what do you what are you planning on so T'Challa actually forms the agents of Wakanda which isn't going to be like a shield organization they're just supposed to lay low uh watch you know see what goes on but he goes after all these obscure characters that are you know are like hand-picked like Gorilla Man and uh the original Wasp the original Wasps uh uh is it Rosalind, the former uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. agent? Uh, the one with the guns and stuff? Yeah, the one with the vibrating. Did she show up in this issue? Yes, very briefly. But, um... Now, the current Wasp just... Are you sure? Yeah. Is the current Wasp the in the Avengers, correct? And it's hooking up with Tony Stark? No, I don't think so. Or is that just Slot's That's garbage Slot's garbage. Work? Are you positive that Raj shows up in this issue? Yes, it's... Because I, I know she was in Thor, and that was the big thing in the Thor issue this week. Hold on. But he gets Gorilla Man, then he gets a, uh, Original Wasp, he gets... Um... Brew from Weapon H. Uh, yes. A Gorilla Man's going to be the head of security for... Brew's going to be like their, 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 IT, their guy. IT guy. 
Like their he's going to be their Josh. He's going to be their Oracle, basically. <laughs> uh, um, he pulls in. Uh, well, original Wasp is going after Morbius. Uh, to bring him back, he gets uh, Okoye, the yep. the director. Uh, she's going to be the director. She's the, um. He gets John Jameson. He gets uh, Kazar. Kazar, yeah. Which was a really cool scene, and because Okoye is flying him over the ocean, be like, "All right, we need you to infiltrate." Atlantis, Atlantis and find out some information for us. We have a vibranium wetsuit for you here with some other Take stuff. Take whatever you need. And he's like, uh, no, nah, I'm not going to need any of it. Just j- dives in the notion mm-hmm. naked with like a knife in, a his, knife teeth in his teeth and, and a loincloth. <laughs> yeah. But um, we have uh, John Jameson, Manwolf, fighting uh, space vampires. And we find out that the person that's been yeah, counseling Mor- Did you say Morbius? Yeah, Morbius. Okay. Morbius. Morbius is in... Uh, Morbius is the artist. Morbius. I know. Yeah, Morbius, uh, the living vampire, is being chased by real vampires. Um, and we find out that there's a civil war coming in Transylvania. Yeah, Dracula's kind of pissed or something like well, that. Well, people are trying to overthrow Dracula's Right. Role. There's like a vampire war yeah. going on. But we find out that Odin's been... Recruited. Recruited and counseling recruited. He's, he's They each get their own title. He's the unofficial advisor to the Avengers chairman, which, right. is, which is Black Panther. Um, um, what else do we? And get? he talks about how he should have killed all the vampires when they were in their, their infancy yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but we get uh, American Eagle, Doctor Nemesis, and Fat Cobra. Yep. Uh, talk about obscure characters. Then Kazar shows up from Atlantis with a fish. Yep. And I believe this is where we see. Uh, oh no, we get about. They, that's right. Roz isn't in this. Um, but we do get her report. Right. And the big reveal at the end is Blade is one of the new Avengers. Yeah, but we knew that was going to happen. Right. From... When they rescued him out of... Uh, out of hell. Transylvania. Or somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Transylvania. After the whole Damnation event. Maybe we'll get a new Blade movie. That would be awesome. I think it's in the works. Well, now, talking about now it. that Fox yeah. Fox's rights are over again. But... This is this is reference. Yeah, because um, they haven't done anything. So, this actually yeah, references should. Thor number nine in this book too. Yeah, Thor number nine ties directly into this. Right. Which I mean, it kind of would make sense to jump right into that book then. Might so. as well. Hi, I'm Josh. Sorry. Hi, Josh. Hi, Josh. Step out of order here, but it just makes more sense to get this book over with real quick. Uh, Thor number nine uh, is is dealing with more re- recruiting in on the team. We get uh, uh, Rosalind Solomon. Uh, she was the troll hunter of Broxton, um, and we kind of get what she was she's been through and stuff, and what she's capable of. Essentially, we find out that Malekith is getting ready to start the War of the Realms, and he's built his own Black Bifrost, which yeah. allows him to go. The Bifrost is destroyed, um, but there were. But the uh, but they have the Avengers are, the Avengers working, are working on, on gathering those shattered pieces of the Rainbow Bridge in the solar system and rebuilding it. But until then, Malekith's the only one that can jump between realms with ease using the the Black Bifrost. So um, Rosalind finds this out by defeating a troll and a frost giant. Um, while while she's also kind of phoning in. Uh, Jane Foster asking for help how to defeat this, how, defeat ask, this yeah, guy. A how-to on the, and to the whole take time down she's like, giant. she's like, just call Thor. You can't handle this. Just call Thor. But she ends up handling it. Uh, she like teleports them to uh, the uh, Sahara. Yeah, the hottest place on Earth, and or the 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 Lut Desert yeah. in Iran. 
It's like 150 degrees there, and she just watches the frost giant melt. He doesn't give him any information, but she gets the information from the troll she shoots, and uh, she gets recruited onto the agents of Wakanda as well. So uh, we also find out that um, Cole... Uh, what, did he sell some of them out or something like that at the end? I didn't really catch what was going on there. At the very end, uh, when they go through the Black Bifrost, the uh, Roxxon guy and the, the other troll. Augur and Ulic. Yeah. Are working for Malekith, but it looks like almost Hela and uh, Cole are working together, keeping a tab on him. Something like, like that, yeah. And Cole? Cole, no, the brother of Cole, uh, uh, Odin. Oh, okay. He showed up briefly in uh, Doctor Strange. And Thor. Because he was the ruler of... He was the ruler of hell for a while. Uh, no, uh, that was... The, uh, that was Balder. That was Balder, that's right. Call uh, was the ruler of Asgard when S- Stephen yeah. Strange went there to get the uh, the power of the Yggdrasil tree to fight uh, Sentry or whatever the hell that but mess was. But this is all leading up to the upcoming... War of the Realms. War of the Realms, and it... Just seems right. like this is going to span the whole universe. Oh yeah, they're making they're, reference to it in these books. They're making reference to it in X Men. It's shaping up to be something really big. So hopefully it's you know, good from a company that doesn't yeah. do big crossover events anymore. Hopefully it's good. Uh, I, the, I mean, only complaint about this book. It's Thor. We saw Thor for like one page. Two. Okay. But <laughs> two. So it's an official appearance, not I gu- a cameo. I guess, I guess more yeah. than two, because it was uh, Jane Foster's in it a little bit, and she's technically Thor or was Thor, but we didn't get any Thory at all. No, um, kind of bummed about that. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say you missed Thory. <laughs> Thor, hey man, he's he doesn't do a lot, but it's Thor makes some of those books. Yeah. All right. Well, hi, I'm Jimmy. Hi, hi Jimmy. Jimmy. And I guess I'll jump into another new Spider-Man book. I didn't know we needed another one, but. Kind of glad we got it. Uh, and its title is? Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man number one. With a leggy number of? I, I don't know. I have 25. The... It's a leggy number 25. He is a Stanley variant. I have the, yeah, I have the. Uh, I have it the is a nice regular variant. cover, though. The his. Is this the regular cover? Yes. The regular oh, cover. the variant is, cover, then. This is the very nice Archer. Cover. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. So, we pick up, and it's... An old school kind of Spider-Man story. No real. S- I I didn't read this, but I skimmed through this. But what I skimmed through, I'm agreeing with you. Yes, I'm gonna read this tonight. Yeah, so, he, he's yeah. really talking about you know his neighborhood where he's from and how, you know, it's the people that are in it is why he's never really gone outside of his neighborhood. Um, so. I think this is another book trying to get rid of kind of the slotness on Spider-Man. I totally, when when we discussed the second half, absolutely getting rid of all slotness. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so, and going back to what Spider-Man should be. There's a, uh, there's a truck that accidentally wrecks and is about to go over a bridge because the construction on this bridge has been going on for six months. Apparently, New York City also has PennDOT. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> it was a two-day pothole fix that turned into a six-month project. Yeah. Uh, but he well, said, he's, he's not, not lying. lying. <laughs> I, hey, six months is actually pretty swift for PennDOT. So. <laughs> and let, 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 let's face it, they're not oh. fixing no potholes. Yeah, 
The yeah, views yeah. of some of the participants in this podcast <laughs> are not generally the views of the podcast uh, itself. Uh, 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 just uh, all yeah, Pennsylvania yeah. citizens. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, just all, but but not not the views so of, of AA Comics and he Cards. He saves a and, uh, uh, LLC. Sorry, he saves a father and his daughter, and when he does, he's offered money, and he's like, "No, I I don't." He starts going, "Well, bet your Iron Man takes tips. You don't become a billionaire and do this shit for free." But he's like, no, he's like, you know what, there's this, there's a few homeless people on this corner, you know, they're, one's an ex-vet, one lost their job, they could really use the money, so whenever you pass them, whatever you can spare, help them out. And it's like, yep, fine. So he goes back and uh, delivers groceries to his elderly neighbor, and she tells him of another neighbor that's kind of having a hard time, it hasn't been coming out of her apartment, and you find out this neighbor was told that, hey, Peter knows Spider-Man. And immediately she's like, well, just, do you know any other superheroes? And he's like, ooh, hit to the ego. It's like, you know, like a real superhero is like, yep, there's my ego gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he goes to grab her food and himself food and goes, meets up with the homeless people for, that he spoke of. And they were given the money. And he's like, you know, you do so much for us when you don't have a lot yourself. Let us buy you lunch once. So... He buys lunch, she gets back, and he sees that something's going on. And sure enough, it is whatever bad parts were going on with this neighbor of his. There's some mobsters that are there, and they knock him out cold, even with his spotty sense. And he wakes up several, like an hour and a half later, I believe they say. Wow. And really? Yeah. Uh, 30 minutes later. He was out for about 30 minutes. So, oh, Still, it seems long. Yeah, so... Again, you see the roommates, and he's about ready to go, and the big reveal at the end is his neighbor that he was helping left him something. Two very mutant-looking children. Um, So, I'm thinking that's what the mobsters were after. Who's the artist on this? Uh, The artist on the first... I like the art. First it story. looks like a less cheesecakey Frank Cho. It's uh, clean. Yeah. It, uh, it Is it like, just me? Uh, uh, Juan, Juan Cabal. Cabal. He draws I, a good Spider-Man. He does. And uh, Peter looks like uh, a little like Tom Holland a little bit. Yeah, yeah, definitely a Tom Holland kind of feel here. Um, But it's right into, it talks about him being disgraced as a writer and... So it's playing right into continuity. So then, um, we... yeah, I I um, I like the art. This is uh, this is pretty cool. Um, I I agree with you. I think it looks like we're getting back to a truer Spider-Man story, and we're trying to undo. We're trying to make yeah undo slottiness. Is that what? You, is that how you slotness? Term? Slotness. Um, because when we get to the second half, which you said absolutely read this one, and I did. Uh, absolutely was the exact vibe of this because the second story starts off where you kind of have two things going on. You have Aunt May who's writing a letter to Peter and saying, you know, don't worry about me. But then in the meantime, Spidey and Mary Jane are kind of having a date and they dress up like spider family, and, I guess. That's <laughs> what we want to call. It's so, it's so 
iconically Peter and Mary it's Jane. It's all Peter and Mary Jane coming like, together, and they're having a date, I, and it's I feel fun like I'm stuff reading, that works. I feel like I'm reading an 80s Spider-Man book. Or, or just something that feels like Spider-Man because you know, it's just like, him. oh, it's cold. Well, we need, <laughs> we need some body heat together. And then she's like, you totally have a blanket. He goes, yeah, it's cold. <laughs> and, and, and it's like little quips like that, which are, are really fun. But then we have this other sort of, well, we have the real story yeah. uh, of Aunt May kind of dissing Peter and she has an appointment to go to. And she's like, look, I don't want to worry you unless something happens. And again, he's, fo- he, he's, he's following stalking her, her basically and trying to find out. Cause he could sense something's not right with aunt May. So but he's along like, the way, where is he's she going? Stopping these little neighborhood crimes and, you know, and again, hence friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, he's being responsible. He's stopping some kids doing a bully thing. And he, goes on their school bus with them and has a talk about bullying and, and, and all these things. And, um, uh, Aunt May goes to the a doctor's appointment to the uh, medical, medical Institute. Institute and out front is Kingpin having a, um, rally of uh, some sort, some, uh, 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 public address with how he's going to donate. He's donating money there. And she's like, you're a criminal. I don't have time for you. And just walks past them, like badass <laughs> old school Aunt May. Yeah, which which again is right. Old school Aunt May, not taking any shit, Aunt May, which and is again, great. Where this is all leading, and it's kind of Peter tries to call her. In the meantime, she's at a ca- the cancer center here because she found a lump, and that's and that's how it ends. It's 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 heavy. This that was happened after you come back. This, <laughs> yeah, um. This is very like how this was in this letter is. It almost sounds like it harkens back to the gun issues. Uh, Spider-Man Volume One, twenty-six and twenty-seven, with the guns in school issue. Um, it sounds very much like that kind of run. Yeah, yeah, very like I got a feel of that. Yeah, it, it's very old school. What Spider-Man is at his core because he's been on the Avengers. He's done these world saving things he he's done all this but at his court this is what spider-man is he is the everyman superhero and tom taylor absolutely knocks it out the park i i i am pleasantly surprised with this title i wasn't quite expecting this i i thought this was okay we're going to do another title this is going to just be another if they keep up with this this is good is this, this is be good an ongoing or this is this is uh, right this now is, this is an ongoing, this is an ongoing. i yeah. think this this is replacing kind of the void of the smaller kind of feel of spider-man where amazing kind of does the broader issues yeah right uh because spectacular has fallen off cliff since zadarsky's been off that and on it i haven't seen one in like a month did they chop that title maybe, i don't know i don't just know on hiatus? got pushed back with doomsday clock number nine <laughs> Why do you, why, why, why do you have to bring that negative energy in? Here, We're not even on DC. Sorry, um, but um, the the storytelling on this I thought was um, pretty cool and reminded me of another book that I read today, which this is absolutely my Marvel pick of the week. Uh, the, I mean, Spider Man would is my pick of the week. It probably was my pick of the week up until my actual pick of the week uh, later. But this is heavily in the running for pick of the week. Yeah. And, Definitely a must read. That, for that any second Spider-Man story fan. was was great, and uh, this one here, uh, I'm going to go to the next one, which is Man Without Fear number two, because Man Without Fear, if you remember on the last podcast, we had Man Without Fear number one. This is a weekly. 
Ooh, yes. This mm-hmm. is one of the you one should, of the other weeklies because I you should probably let off with this then. Uh, I was thinking about that, but um, I, I was going to, and then it's like then eh, everybody did Venom. Anyhow, because um, this because the next weekly will be the Avengers. Uh, everybody that did the Avengers weekly from last year, uh, all those creators coming back for. Uh, a new Avengers Weekly that'll be coming out very sh- in shortly. In addition to the Avengers we have, or is... yes, this will be a separate. This will not be part of the Avengers Damn because it. Avengers is going to be all part of that uh, War of the Realms. So this will be another one, but it's it's Zub and and Al Ewing and and Mark Wade. So I'm in because that well, yeah, that first one too, was so good. But my freaking wallet's crying right now. <laughs> You don't collect Scotty Young variants. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> All right. So we're talking about, uh, we're going to talk about Man Without Fear number two. And as if we remember, it was um, Matt Murdock in a coma. Right. And Foggy was by his side kind of telling the, the Daredevil's story. And in this one here, and at the end of it, he started twitching. So we start with him kind of waking up and um, over this whole thing, there's somebody kind of talking and watching everything that's going on over all of this and matt's making decisions so he's talking to blind spot he's like hey we're going to get back up and matt's like no daredevil's dead he's done we're done and he's in he shows him in the in the hospital bed like how banged up he is and he's like i'm not recovering i may never walk again and he's like i'm just done and his girl his former girlfriend from before all of this started, she comes back. She cares for him. She still loves him. And this whole thing goes on. And he kind of at times is a little distance. But we get this whole back and forth. And uh, we we hear things and the fear. And he's he's fighting his demons with um, uh, the, the other daredevil. And, and he's telling Foggy, daredevil's done. Um, you know, he has these visions. And throughout the end of this whole thing, we find out. The one who's talking to him is Karen Page. Oh, my. It was fucking cool. I really enjoyed this one. Like dead the Karen first Page. one, the dead Karen Page. And she's overlooking him. And it's like, oh, he's making these decisions. Because at the end, he kind of tears it off with the girlfriend. And he's crying because she's like, you shouldn't do this. But he's doing this because he's worried somebody's going to find out. He, right. he was daredevil. He won't be able to protect him, protect her because, um, you know, he won't be able to really do. He can't do the daredevil things anymore. And I, I really like this, 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 this was, this was definitely, my, this is my Marvel pick of the week. I, I'm, I was really impressed with this. Very, very similar to the Aunt May story in the back where somebody else is sort of telling the story from the distance. Uh, very cool. So I'm hoping this series is really picking up again. Another one where the first issue was okay. Second issue, much better. Okay, cool. I'm done with Marvel. I have. Two more. I just have one. Okay, so you didn't do Punisher this week. Uh, I th- I I I did. I only limited time to read as many books as I could. I did not get the Punisher because okay. like the last what is this number six? Yeah. The last like five reviews we've done of this, like it's the same review. It's like it's Punisher. What are you Punisher all doing? Punisher I mean, things. yeah. Okay, so so, so thirty story, seconds. Story actually Go. advances in this one. <laughs> um, at the end of the last one, Frank was captured. Mm-hmm. He's still being held by Captain, or not Captain, Baron Zemo. Baron Zemo. Um, Baron Zemo's torture him, carves the Punisher skull into his chest, puts him in prison, has somebody masquerading around Begalia as Frank Ooh, Castle. I like that. I like this panel. 
of the top there, where it's Frank sitting in alone and it's the Punisher symbol. Oh, yeah. It's just like the shadows. Yeah. That's fucking good ass art yeah. right there. Yeah. Um, but he, ha- he throws Frank into prison. Frank does what he normally does, beats the crap out of a couple Hydra guards. They throw him into solitary and they find out that the prisoners in Begalia, even though Begalia is a country of crooks, thieves, murderers, they're kind of the good guys. What? Yeah. And it's crazy talk. Even though they were like fighting with Castle, they were like preparing him to meet his benefactor who was gonna try and help him get out. And that turns into Sister oh, shit. Mercy. He's, he's stuck in there a long time. Yeah. He grows yeah. a full beard. Yeah. Like Jesus level beards. Yep. So uh like I said, the big reveal at the end is Sister Mercy. Okay. So that was that for 30 seconds. I like it. Like uh, it's good. It's good. Uh, once again, a book with the Punisher doing Punisher things and everything a big you would time want. jump, though. So it's, yeah. this, is, this is the part. Now you're that at 35 seconds. Jump on, so. Piss off. <laughs> so right. go ahead, Josh. All right. My last book is I'll probably you your last book week. as well. Uh, it's Uncanny Avengers number nine. Uncanny Avengers? Uncanny, uncanny. Not anymore. I didn't anymore. think that title was going anymore. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uncheesy un- X-Men number nine. Uncheesy X-Men. See, this, we is have what cheese. Re- this is what reading fucking X-Men does to you. You can't English. <laughs> You're right. I've also been sick for the last few days, so maybe that has something to do with it. I'm trying to give Dave the benefit of the doubt here. Or X-Men. It's I don't know which better. one better. I mean, it wasn't as bad as some of the ones in this run. Something happened to this issue. Agreed. Um, Agreed. I was I was worried that like oh god they're gonna stand around how, with their arms to their sides again. How just... long has how low has the bar gone that well they hey, did something, something. happened. <laughs> they Look, did a thing. this is a weekly book, and I could talk about it every week. So there's I mean if there's bad issues, it's like in the same amount of time. I can have a good issue. A, next not week. even a single issue of Doomsday Clock has come out. So <laughs> anyway. Um, we found out that the Jamie Madrox uh, that's there isn't the prime one. He, in fact, sent this dupe in to pretend he was the prime one, and the prime one just went and hid at a bar to get drunk, get which drunk. I thought yes, was perfect. Which is great. Um, but uh, Storm has been recruited into the Horseman of Salvation to replace uh, Angel. Yep. And. Uh, which, what happened to Angel? He has, like, totally disappeared from this story. He turned into Archangel. Yeah, I know, but and then he got. I'm angry, and then he's like, "I'll help." But I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to do it anyway. But he's, he's not, not in there. this story at all. Like, no. there's not even like a picture no of. No idea. No, I think he shows up for one page, but I, I didn't see a page. Maybe but, at the end. But maybe but, I'm. Maybe the X Men's getting to me, like Jimmy said, and I'm hallucinating. But anyway, the whole thing yes. is just basically fight after fight after fight. Um, eventually, uh, it's uh, uh, who is that? Is it Jean Grey with the red hair? Yes. Yes. She does the. Uh, Y'all come. Yes. And she says, Recall. Pretty much. She goes, uh, Hey, y'all. I need help. And uh, that's basically what happens at the end. I was expecting at the very end. So uh, X Men possesses. She really does Recall. And everybody else goes, She literally sends up. She does the, she does yeah. the thing where she says, uh, To me, my X Men. Yeah. And, and calls out to every X Men out there. Ever. <laughs> Well, that can fit on two pages. Yeah. Uh, and meanwhile, X Men or a Legion, X Men possessed Legion, is shifting tectonic plates apparently, and which sinking them. Which is like, all right, if he's doing that, 
Millions of people have died at this point. And they're not showing any of it. It's just like, oh, he's, he's getting angry now. Oh, and Beast and whatever the fuck his name are arguing Anoli. Yeah, they're arguing about, uh, I guess, the, uh, Anoli the, the gave, virus? He gave the vaccination to yeah. the government. And he's like, I want to give children a choice if they want to be mutants or not. And Beast is like, you're a fucking idiot. They're just going to use it to, like, remove the X gene from future generations. You <laughs> fucked us, you idiot. Uh, and then at the end, I was expecting... So the last... The, the penultimate page... Um, Someone off panel's like, oh, it's quite the soliloquy. You think you missed something. If you want to beat the X-Men, dot, dot, dot. I thought it was going to be Xavier or something. So, yeah, something, something cool. Yeah. And then, <laughs> nope. It's, it's just Beast and every other X-Men. X-Men. If you want to beat the X-Men, you Except have to beat Except for Wolverine, who the X-Men found him, so apparently not You know what would have been perfect on this page? Uh, not as perfect as, as Xavier, but like... If they just had all the time displaced X-Men here, and then and then the next issue starts with the Legion, be like, all right, you're all dead. And then that cleans, <laughs> cleans all of that up. Again, another perfect moment for them to clean all the X-Men shit up. And, get and they into don't a, do it. <laughs> they Although they did it. clean up the time displaced ones in uh, Exterminated number five. Or this six. wasn't a bad issue. No. I mean, no. I, I, it's, it was funny how they're like, oh, shit, we have an Omega-level mutant possessed by an Omega-level mutant. How bad can it get? We are <laughs> fucked. Um... But I don't know. It doesn't seem like it seems like everybody is pulling their punches. Yeah. Like if it if this this amount of power was like clashing with each other, there'd be like I understand like regular people are probably dying in all the nineties. The if they're shifting technology, they would just be unleashing on Legion. Yeah. I mean, and they're like, there's one oh, part no, where we, we can't hurt him. Armor He's puts one of us. her armor around the four horsemen with the other. They're the only ones her, really fighting. And they're like, all right, well, Rockslide gets beat, the shit kicked out of my Magneto. He's like, look, if Magneto wanted to, he could just e- immediately kill him. Um, and he even says that. He's like, oh, you forgot you have trace elements of metal in you. Yeah. Uh, Glob, I don't remember what Glob does. He just gets job, uh, jobbed, by glo- jobbed by Blob. Yeah, well. <laughs> say, say that three like, times like, fast. Yeah. Glob like, gets jobbed he's by not Blob. He's really getting job. He's like one of those squeezy things for stress. Yeah, he's just yelling, I surrender, I surrender. And then, uh, 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 what's her name? Uh, X-23 is getting uh, jobbed by uh, Omega Red. So, uh, Storm doesn't really do a whole lot other than threaten Pixie. No, X-23. Pixie is is working with Jean Grey to teleport them. Yeah, she's teleporting Uh, all the... Apocalypse just doesn't really do anything but try to attack the senator and then uh, Kitty Kitty Pryde saves saves him for whatever... And Armor's the the only one that, like... Has any kind of idea of like, yes. Yeah, we yes. need to do something. I the thing I hate the most though is when Kitty Pride saves the senator. She's like, we, don't we're forget, we we may be X Men, but we're heroes for everyone. <laughs> this senator's gonna go to the government like, hey, you got that vaccine? Yeah, let's let's just remove the X gene. Fuck these guys, they're a pain in the ass. Even though they just did saved you see my what life. they just did? Oh god, I can just see it now. That's gonna be the next thing. Hey, remember how everybody everybody outside of or every, everybody not in every other book hates the mutants. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. Whatever. It wasn't bad. I'm looking for. It's just. It's a fun book to like shit on, but also at the read worst, at the same it gives time. us something to bitch about every yeah. week. I just want to see. I want to see X Men possess really Legion do something, something else. I want to see X Men like, possess Legion. My do prediction more than just like, my prediction. Because Scott Summers is supposed to come back in Legion uh, uh, in issue eleven. Someone big is going to come back yeah. at the end of this for sure. Yeah. My prediction for that is Scott's going to come back and go. No, Nate, don't do that, son. <laughs> And Nate's gonna go. Well, Gee, Dad. It's already been confirmed that he comes back. In That's the what issue I'm saying. Okay. 
Well. <sighs> okay. That's it for Marvel. Um, is that it for Marvel? That's it for me. All right. We're going to move on to DC. Um, I guess I'm going to start with Batman 62. Does that sound like a good place to start? Go for it because I have all Bat books. All right. I need a little bit of help. Didn't we start off? The, or didn't we leave off at the last one where... So I, I read a lot of people online said this would have fit better as number 61 than 62. Oh, kind of like that the one where I said, hey, if they yeah. reversed it, it would have worked the totally. jury, yeah. The jury one. Well, um, it, well what this is and... Because uh, this is all... This, this is, is all lead up. This is all lead up to number 60. 70? This was the generic brand you find at the at the supermarket of your favorite cereal. See, Except it's, instead of Mister Miracle, it's 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 Sir Serendipity or something like that. So is this in a the big plastic bags? Is this like a like a multiple like meal? Like an, yes, like yes, the multiple meal thing so with pig? To me, this is him because didn't the other one leave leave off? Let off with yeah, but wasn't his wasn't wasn't. So uh, 60, wasn't it um, 60 left Thomas off. Wayne yes. Batman yes. overlooking where, him? That's where sixty left mm-hmm. off. Sixty one was the uh, was the was the, the kid, kid, the kid, the Matthew right. kid that and thought this, he was. Bruce and Wayne. then this is him picking. This is Batman picking up where he left off. Do He's, we know who Pig is, or is this a thing that we're? Professor Pig's I think been this is all since. in Batman's head. To tell Professor you the truth. Big, Pig's a villain that was introduced in a Nightwing book. Years yeah, ago, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I thought. And so, what, because they're not trying to do a thing here where they're Tom, saying Thomas Wayne is pig here. What, are Tom, they? what Tom King has said is the next, all these issues are one off stories that are all going to play off into one big finale, which is all this kind of Bane running, all this stuff that Bane is doing to him. So, okay, what you have here, the best art in any book this week. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. I'll agree with that. Yeah. This, well, yeah. This 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 was uh, this was uh, really um, yeah. I, th- to me, this whole thing was like an acid trip kind of thing. With, with well, him, I, and... I, again, you're in the mind of of Batman the entire time, and I loved it. It's and him. the art complements it a lot because it's very disorganized art. Like it's it's Not it's disori- that, disorienting. I mean, you, you yes. get those panels like, oh, where is it? I just saw it. But this was, I mean, obviously it's drawn by Mitch Garrett. Like this one right here, this two-page spread, where Pig is so unfocused and then everything is almost blurry. Yeah, he's focusing in on... Yeah. And that's what this whole thing is. It's how Batman's mind works. Yeah, well, because even Pig gets blurry at times and when he's when he's all fuzzy with this because he's hanging upside down, but he just keeps fighting and he gets, you know, Pig stabs him and he just, he's like, okay, I've, I've been stabbed before and he just keeps going through. Uh, there's, uh, you know, he's going through literature quotes and stuff like that with Pygmalion and, and, and yeah, uh, it, all these things. I had to wrestle with this. Um, this is my pick of the week. It was very good. It's very much in the right. I, I yeah. liked how they it it didn't necessarily uh, spell and it out, we, but it drew a parallel between Batman and, and Pig. Pig has uh, like this perfect sort of uh, or Pygmalion. He has yeah. this perfect stature that he creates, and Batman's kind of or Bruce has kind of created this perfect image of Batman. He's trying right. to uphold the whole time as well. Yeah, and then we um, we end with, I guess, 
Damien showing up at the end, or yeah, if the I don't know where that's going. Be, uh, so yeah, I'm not going to try to. I'm not going to try to assume what I know what part the fuck's the going on there. But like I said, you know, all I, of this could turn into one big scarecrow thing. Who right. the hell the, knows? The way this is drawn, <laughs> this, this almost like seems to me like this is all happening in his head. Well, I, it's very disorienting. So I yeah. mean, it may be because he's losing blood and he's disoriented because he starts up upside down and he gets stabbed and he's losing blood. So that's how I uh, got it. My only complaint is that it just felt. Almost a little self-indulgent at points, just over the top. Like he's constantly like repeating the same thing over and over again, which Tom King does a lot. But um, other than that, er- everything else is pretty good. So, yeah, I, I really this is my runner-up for pick of the week. Yeah, I very much so. All right, I'm gonna roll into Nightwing Fifty Six, and we see the return of. All right. This is where Josh is. Rick get Grayson mad. doing Dick Grayson things. Not possible. I'm going to say it before Josh hey, says it. Last week we had uh, Bendis' Superman doing doing actual Superman things. So, so for like a panel or two or a page for or something. A few right? pages. Yeah. yeah. Scarecrow is continuing his attack on the city of Bloodhaven, and the Nightwings are fighting him. They're getting their asses handed to him, and um. There's one shot of somebody watching from a rooftop, but all it shows is a set of hands. And him saying, that, oh, the city's more interesting than I thought. Or, right. Yeah. So, And it's never revealed who it is. Um, so that, there's your cliffhanger for the issue. But Rick is trying to get back to his cab so he can race back to the restaurant where he left Beatrice, his girlfriend, and get out of the city. And as he gets to his cab, he's like talking to himself, and he's like, I should be doing something, but that's not me anymore. And he sees the like the the fight's only a block away when he finally gets to his cab, and he sees the Nightwings fighting the Scarecrow mob that's been uh, affected by the gas, and Zach, Nightwing Z, gets shot in the chest trying to save his sister, and it prompts Rick to say, "I just can't do it. I can't walk away. I can't let somebody else fight the fights that I should be fighting." And he jumps into action. Um, doesn't really have a costume, so he paints his eyes black. Sets a tire on fire on, on top of his car. Because the uh, smoke is causing all the people affected to start cough, coughing. And, and they're coughing out the, the toxin. Mm. Um, he kind of saves the day. And they end up taking down Scarecrow. Um, because he is immune. because he is not he's immune to the toxin he has no fear um and the, well i i think it's through i think it's a lot like batman depending on the toxin that is used he's been exposed to it so many okay. times right. that he's kind of built up a tolerance but they did allude to this in prior issues where the toxin never really affected him so the cops show up the detective nightwing uh kind of uncomfortable around uh the the chief svoboda i think i know how to say that but no i would never think that you would be able to pronounce something anyway it is an interesting name um she pretty much tells the night wings that the last thing they need is a team of superheroes um and they're like is that what we are now and the cops like well we are you're not to to rick and everybody's like, well, he seems to have the most experience, so I think, you know, <laughs> we ought to let him in. 
So I don't know if we're going to get a team of Nightwings now or just a bunch of dicks. (laughs) And the next one is like new friends, old foes or something like that. New friends, old faces. Are are we going to get a Nightwing family now? I don't know. That's what it looks a lot like. It does look like that, does it? So we finally got a lot of the Bat family bullshit out of Detective. And now we're having a Nightwing family. The the lead in after that is Joker's daughter comes to Bloodhaven. (laughs) Oh. Well, it just goes to show you, you, you can take the dick out of spandex, but you can't take the spandex out of dick. So, uh, pick it up. I figured you'd, you'd enjoy it because we're getting back to Rick Grayson. He says he's never going to be dick again. He's going to be Rick. Who, uh, who wrote that issue? Uh, is it Lobdell or Nice? Yeah. Nice. He's the artist, I think. I think Lobdell's writing it. Yeah. It's yeah. Not, he's, been, he's been on it since this whole... Uh, Rick Grayson arc started. Actually, Fabian. Fabian wrote the script. Yeah, I was oh. going to say, he, he's been doing the Love last Del couple. Lovedell did the plot. Oh, okay. Wasn't bad. Uh, all right. Yeah. Green Arrow 48. Um, we have another new rider. The sister riding crew is off of this, which I'm really bummed at because they had a really good couple issues. Uh apparently count vertigo because the whole point of it is him being locked in solitary he can really like meditate and get down to like the just the core of things and they say well if so many hours you become an expert in anything that's not true you can do it a lot quicker if you truly focus and he becomes like an omega level fucking mutant all of a sudden (laughs) just by meditating yes he's prodigy no, he's he's always had like. Are you sure he's not a master of kung fu and he harnessed his chi, found his center. So there's the back and forth between Oliver and Dinah, and they get called in the city, and it's shit's going down, and the shit going down is basically Vertigo can totally just fuck with the the world around him and just disorients it pretty much. At one point, the entire city is turned sideways and upside down, like very much like uh, Inception. Inception. And I'm like, and Vertigo always was one of the stronger opponents to him, but I never remember him having anywhere near these levels. He's more of kind of a rip-off scarecrow with his powers a little bit. But he's just fucking with gravity, and at the end of it, Oliver gets to him and says to him you know listen I, i've taken you down before he's like listen i don't have a problem with you i want roy harper he's the one that put me in jail this was the worst run issue in this run in a long time i did not enjoy this at all i'm just did like they acknowledge the fact that he's, he's dead? dead well that's what they're kind of getting at that oliver realized well fuck we can't get roy here because he's dead he dead he did he did i uh, did not enjoy this issue um I'm hoping if this is the writer that's going to be on it for a little while, he picks it up. And that is... Kelly, something Kelly. Colin Kelly and Jackson Lansing. All right. Uh, I'll finish off this miniseries, uh, Batman Kings of Fear, number six. Um, this This was good. I really enjoyed this whole run. Um, this one was kind of... You kind of saw this ending coming. Yeah. Um, 
because the last couple issues like really sort of was like, oh man, is this like, is this real? Where they were talking about whether or not Batman existing was good or bad for Gotham, and and he was shown like a future where Batman never existed, and everyone had a much better life, other than arguably like Penguin. But um, in this one, we find out that. Uh, he's, 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 he's in the last himself. issue, he stabs himself with the adrenaline and, and gets out of the, the the fear gas. And Scarecrow's like, oh shit, you actually had a, a, like a revelation there. Tell me all about it. And Batman's like, nope, I'm going to just kick the shit out of you. We're going right back to Arkham. And uh, he just drags him there and he's like, come on, man, just tell me what your revelation is, was. Is it me or is like, Scarecrow portrayed as like a smart ass in this issue? A little bit, yeah, but like, it worked really well. Yeah, it did. I, because I, I, I enjoyed he's like, it. Come on, really? The trunk? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because that was actually my favorite panel. Yeah. Is when he's driving back to Arkham with uh, like how cliche with the other guy that 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 helped uh, Scarecrow out. But he opens the trunk up. He's like, "That was uncalled for." <laughs> that one panel where his hat's off. Yeah, and he's just sitting there in the trunk. He's like, "That was uncalled for." Um, but he keeps trying to find out what the what his uh, what his revelation was. But on the way there, like Gordon stops and he's like, "Hey, man, listen." I never really get to say this very often, and I'm sure you already did your disappearing act, but I appreciate everything you've done for me. Like, I I wouldn't be I'll around be if it wasn't for, it for, for Batman. He runs into the nurse at, uh, or the orderly at, at uh, Arkham, and she says, listen, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have met the love of my life. He was actually a well, criminal. She said, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have the life, like you saved yeah, my life. Yeah, she saved her, he, he, she goes Batman saved her life, and then explains that her husband was actually a criminal that turned around because Batman... Changed so his her life entire as well. life is because Batman. Yep. So and it, it, it is. And she it, goes to explain like the, the the super criminals, the people at Arkham. She gets that, but it's the little things like stopping the mugging. Yes, and the, well, well, he does. She, she he does. He reassures it. that he does make a difference for on the side of good because the normal people that he run in, runs into only two percent of them ever commit Repeat. another commit another crime. Yeah, and like for the turnaround for uh, criminals, like 75%, but for normal people, yeah, it's like 2%. So he does make a difference. And then he goes right. back to the Batcave and Alfred's like, Well, on the way back, he like stops like a, a mugging or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. of course. But uh, Alfred's like, look, if it if it were up to me, I never would let you do this. You know, I, I, I hate the fact that you do it. Every second you're away, is is it it tugs on my heartstrings and I, I'm, I'm fearing I'm going to get the call that you're, you're not coming home, but... Um, you do make a difference, and it's it it shows. And he, yell, he basically yells at him. He's like, "Don't you fucking tell me that this is all for naught because that's bullshit." Yeah, and then he just gets another call that there's another robbery or something in progress, and he ta- he takes off. It was and a very good feel good ending. That last panel is poster worthy. I'm sorry. Oh, for sure. Um, it's a real feel good ending to what what could have been like a really, I guess, more interesting ending. But this was good. Like yeah. self-contained. Like it wraps up very nicely. Full circle. Um, I highly recommend this. This is a very good Batman story. Absolutely. I enjoyed this the whole way through. Uh, I don't think we had a bad review of any of the issues. No. Were you on this from the get from the beginning? Yes. Yep. Okay. I thought it was just me and Dave for. No, a while, I didn't. But... I didn't really care no, for the, the first one. I yeah, I, I didn't one. really care for the first one as much as you did, but I, I enjoyed the series as a whole. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I highly recommend it. You don't like high pointy cows. No, it I'm wasn't even that. It just seemed like such an unnecessary story, like one issue in. Well, nice segue into our very next one, which would be 
the first of the Wonder Comics, Young Justice number one. Written by someone that Written? was apologized to today. Uh, <laughs> Only if you feed him another whoa, piece whoa, of cheese. That, there was an if. There, there's, there's an if, then there will be an apology. So Bendis has to give you some smoked cheese. Like a big block of it. Yes. But it and, has to be that. It has to be smoke. this cheese. The, the buffalo one. <laughs> and I mean... He should be able to do it, considering the amount of smoke he's blowing up the asses of uh, <laughs> DC executives. So. Well, but um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, Young Justice is uh, coming back. Um, had had anybody else read the original Young Justice series at all? Absolutely, from I, Peter David. I, I loved it. I loved the series. The Young Justice series was was just fantastic. Uh, it was all. I mean, even the beginning when they start and they're helping and. The police force are like, hey, you're the Young Justice League. And, and Bart uh, Impulse is going, no, we're young, but it's just us. And that was, you know, the whole little little. Well, uh, it was Peter David. Peter David stuff. Yeah. So um, that was that was a great series. I mean, he um, is the one that put the Hulk in fuzzy pink bunny slippers, which is still one of the best Hulk issues ever. So um, my thought on this, because I skimmed through it, I didn't read the whole thing is. I, I actually read this. The same thing yeah. as uncanny when i start that same thing as champions last week they're giving me so many characters that i don't know oh they're well, first about. we we start we well we start off there's an alien race that decides that it, well they find earth and they're they're coming and then we switch to metropolis and a girl is getting pulled over who's traveling from texas to go to metropolis and it becomes that is she is Ginny hex I don't know who the hell she is. I've never heard of this character. Is this a is this a first appearance of Ginny Hex? Has she been in anything before? I don't freaking know. Well, the three people that read the last Jonah Hex series that came out might know. Yeah, he's he's not wrong. Why is it that he's Patrick not. Gleason is wasted on two Bendis books? I don't know. The art is good. It is through this. It really it's very is good in action and then, comics course, as well. We, we have this invasion by this group. Again, don't know who they are. And then Ginny gets her guns out of the 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 back of the her car. And then Robin shows up, which is a uh, Tim Drake Robin, as far as I can tell, because it's definitely not Damien. Super and young looking compared to what he looked like in Detective Comics. So... He's there. Yeah, he and wasn't then, Robin he, anymore. He was Red Robin. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then um, they're going through this in Metropolis, and then Wonder Girl shows up. And she's, because because yes, that's what we needed. Wonder Girl rebooted again. Yeah, Wonder Girl shows up, and then but didn't didn't Connor and Wonder Girl show up when future future evil Tim? Yeah, yeah. And then they're suddenly like fifteen years younger. Yeah, well, they're showing up, and then then Impulse shows up. Impulse looks great. Impulse, I've no that's how Impulse should look. That's exactly yeah. That's and that's a perfect this, Impulse. This is actually the the shining moment of this book is Impulse. I'm not saying he's got Impulse dead on the money, but he's at least impulsy. And uh, would so you we say go he's through, impulsive? He, I would not say that. I would say he's impulsy. And, um, you know, we they, we have this fight and this battle and Wonder Girl shows up and then then out of nowhere shows up Teen Lantern. Yes, I said it. 
the way it was in the book, and I had to look at it twice to make sure my eyes were not failing me. It says Teen Lantern. Um, I knew that was coming. He's teased it in his other action, in his action yeah, comics book. Yeah, so. I mean, and even some of the, the, I guess, the funny quips and the jokes that are supposed to be in here aren't, they she's fall supposed flat. To be like, she's supposed to be the smartest human on the planet that has hacked a Green Lantern ring. And that's how she uses it. She's okay. not a member of the core. She's just hacked a ring. So what? they get back and you know they're they're fighting Is that together. Even possible? It's technology, yeah. and it's Bendis. Why would he give not? a fuck about anything continuity wise? What I'm saying is, it's not really technology. It's a ring that's powered by your will. Yeah, but uh, it is technology uh, invented by jo- the Guardians. Unless of it's John Stewart and his ring's not a ring at yeah, all. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And also, Hal Jordan's ring is also not a ring at all. He forged it out of his own willpower. You, you know so, what I'm saying? It's... Look, man. It, it, look. It, uh, to be fair, Green Lantern has been flying to be pretty. <laughs> to be, yeah, Green Lantern weirdness has been pretty fast and loose lately. Which I mean, Hal Jordan should be that way, but all the Green Lantern stuff, nah, I don't know. Hal Jordan, you know, is just certifiable. So he's he's always been fast and loose. So. So just horrible. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, so they get back together. They fight together, and Bart does the call. The young Young Justice is back. Uh, Robin makes a Robin makes a note. No, not until Connor is back. Can we call it Young Justice? And I mean, there's, you know, they they fight. These to, guys. To be- Amethyst shows up. I, I'm like. Wait, what? Huh? And and there's you know whatever's to be fair, going this there. Book, this book really isn't aimed at us. It's aimed at young teens, correct? That's the whole point of this Wonderline. Is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's. It's got a PG-13 rating yeah. on it. So uh, teen plus so wait, is Connor. So then Connor shows up after from the reign of Superman. Because he's dressed like him. I think he's dressed like him. Yeah, we're not sure. And that pretty much is how it ends as Connor shows up at the end of this. Um, It was Bendis crap. I don't know what to tell you. The Flash cover's kind of cool. All the covers look great. The interior art looked great. The interior art's good. Um, Yeah, it's what we expected. Yeah, not not Mm. great. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it wasn't Mm. great. Any other DC? Um, yeah, I didn't read Green Lantern um, just because I don't know how I would explain uh, Cosmic Jesus being arrested by Green Lantern. From a grand- Look, man. Cosmic Jesus. These things happen. I tr- I, cosmic I, Cosmic God, I'm sorry. I, I, I tried. I read number one. So is he saying that, like, Hal Jordan arrested God? Or something like I don't know. I didn't read it. Uh, I did read League. Justice League, though. Go ahead, um, real quick, uh, Starman is going Super Saiyan, and Just League's dealing with that. Meanwhile, on Thanagar Prime, um, we have, uh, Savage Hawkman is about to execute, uh, our Hawkgirl. Uh, it turns out that it wasn't her the whole time. Martian Manhunter used his mind to kind of trick them into thinking it was, it was Hawkgirl when it was just a regular guard, um. They they find out that Thanagar Prime has this vault that houses the universe's most prized possessions and stuff like that. Um, and they find out that the the vault 
that is the second last uh, Martian from Mars is being held there, but they have the like high uh, tech security there, so they wait until these uh, Dominators show up with uh, with a shard of Krypton. And they let them in, and it turns out that the Shard of Krypton was actually just a, a hard light structure that, that uh, Jon Stewart made. Anyway, they, they break in, they rescue the um, the vault, and she reveals that... Uh, she reveals... This, this is some Scott Snyder shit, so get ready. That this multiverse is not the first multiverse. There was a multiverse before this. And just at that same time, they calm down Starman by just wrapping the lasso of truth around him, I guess. Because um, it all happens off-panel. Off and he says, listen, uh, your friends are about to learn a story that hasn't been told in a, in a billion years. A story that could destroy the universe itself. The story of Perpetua. Perpetua. Um, so we find out that the multiverse isn't the first multiverse. There's other multiverses. So now that he is not solve like three other fucking issues that he has started he's yep. now like oh another multiverse yep. so i have no idea where this plays in with doomsday clock or whatever this shit crisis I mean, because she, remember we you know we're seeing these file photos from other stuff and it's like yeah, what well, is sanctuary is it sanctuary for every what, what multiverse vault, what vault says is the reality that exists before you now was not the first is in some ways as much a lie as the Anagar Prime above was. There was a multiverse before this one, John, and its creator, dot, 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 and that's all we get. So whether or not we get a giant blue dick next issue or... That kind of seems why it's like... It better be a bl giant blue dick, and it, either be, it better be fucking Dr. Manhattan's or Nightwing shows up as regular fucking Nightwing again. One of those dicks I want to see in the next issue. That's all I'm going to say. There's your sound bite. <laughs> All right. Anything else, DC? Uh, I don't think so. No. Okay. I read Martian Manhunter number two. I guess that'll be our final DC this week. Um, we were not um, real. Uh, did everybody read I thought it was Martian okay. Manhunter? But you liked this. it. I didn't read this one yet because, again, I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to finish what I didn't read yet. I was kind of disappointed in, in the first one. I, I think you... I, Everyone was way higher on it than I was. I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. I thought it was yeah. okay. You you didn't like it at all. Yeah, we all read it, right? Yeah. I was the first one. And I, I was like, out to everyone, I was like, like, it was sort of okay. I just didn't know where it was going. The way, the way it was hyped, I don't think our reaction matched what a lot of other people were thinking. Where this is this is the next next Mister Miracle. This is gonna be the next great mini. No, no. Well, this is um, one of those books that's not written for us. It's written for Martians. Well. Funny you say that because in this second issue, it's written in, in Martian. We pretty much get a lot of his backstory, and then we do get back to where the last one ended off, where there's fire and he's starting to melt, and his his police uh, uh, or detective partner is now finding out that you know he's not he's something else, and she's freaking out. Um, kind of cutting to the chase. She ends up saving him, but while all this is while while she saves him, he ends up explaining all this Martian stuff and and going through backstory of him. You know, we find out about the kids and how they shapeshift, and then there's like they're they're uh, becoming or 
bar mitzvah time or whatever he would. That's when they take their shape. And, you know, it's like it gets into this whole backstory, which, again, wasn't bad. Um, I guess maybe because we do get all this backstory, but then it ends up, she ends up shooting him at the end of this one because she's, because he's, he's trying to mind wipe her and, and, you know, so this one I think was better than the first one, which is now, all right, I'll read the third one to make it because I thought I was really not going to like this one. Yeah, I'll try to jump in on the review on the third one because again, I didn't, I just didn't get to this one. It's not that I didn't want to read it. I'm probably going to, I'll probably read it, but it's not what I... Not really what I wanted out of Martian Manhunter no. book. I um, think that's part of my problem too. Yeah, we've cause... gone so long without. I I just want yeah. yeah. I just want a good Martian Manhunter. Him being wholesome and and having troubles and solving stuff and figuring it out. Yes. I mean, we get that in Justice League. I, so. I just I didn't yeah. I didn't enjoy the first one enough to pick it up again. Yeah. So. All right, we are moving on to indies. indies finally, indies. Yes. Um. What do we want to do here? Murder Falcon? Go right, go right to it. I'll jump in. Yeah, Murder All right, Falcon go ahead. number four. So I believe this is going to be a five-part mini by the... It seems two, like it's going to... Five yeah, or six. Yeah, it's five. Yeah. I think it, this one is five. Uh, look, we're definitely gearing towards a wrap-up on, on with this one. Yeah. So again, uh, at the start of it, we have our main character, and he takes off his wedding ring and kind of throws it into this lake. Um, again, just portraying what the whole. Josh is not listening to oh you. He's, he's too busy having <laughs> relations. Oh my he is having relations oh with this cheese. It's so good. I'm sorry. Go ahead. His eyes are rolling in the back of his head. Does he need some like tissues over there? Yeah. Oh, he has tissues. Have, that's oh, God. I, that's <laughs> so he throws his. Wedding ring into the lake. Uh, obviously, the the kind of backstory that's been alluded to is uh, him and his wife and the medical condition. And we pick up in a diner, and Murph kind of reminds me of Thor in the first Thor movie here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With yes, the whole I would agree with smash that another. Yes. Um, they're drinking coffee and they're kind of talking about the band being back together. And sure enough, they find they hear something going on outside, and they go and the uh, monster, sleeping Veldar, the sleeping Veldar that they just that they beat the last one is risen again. So they get get into action, but this time it's a lot meaner, it's a lot tougher, it's, it's more so, focused. Yeah, is something is say. in control of it, which we see. Whatever the hell that guy is called, uh, it's. Mm, something chaos maximum chaos maximum Ma- chaos magnum magnum chaos. magnum chaos something like that yeah yeah um and he's just taking everyone out and they they find out that this thing is sucking energy off of people's minds and that's how it, it gets stronger yeah and murph murph's down and pretty much just left for dead basically yeah it breaks his arm the arm explodes and this is when uh, well, he, he also takes out the uh, the mammoth. The mammoth takes out the mammoth. entire band, and yeah. then it, it it starts to re- steal them, uh, read the mind of. Uh, well, they're not supposed to let it touch them, which it does. It touches the guy playing the guitar. Jake. I can't remember his name. Yeah, so Jake and and he Ma- starts seeing Magnum some of his like and, past that he and, doesn't like. Well, it's playing on his fears, kind of right. Right. Yeah. 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 And what this is, we're getting the full story of him and his 
wife, and we find out that it wasn't the wife that got sick and passed away. He got sick, and he kind of kind of pulled a Deadpool and just didn't want her to be a part of it and kind of left her. And at this point, Murph's just like, hey, you can you can play through this, you know, and he's fighting with it. And then... And then Stick shows up, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some old guy with a... Christopher fuck- fucking Walken would be proud Absolutely. because the solution... I have a fever. More, and the only cowbell. prescription is more cowbell. <laughs> and this has a stampede come through. Of, of cows. Of cows. I mean, yeah. they, no, they kind of look like Watusi. Well, they look like they look like buffalo or something. Like well, Texas Longhorn. Yes, yeah. yes. They're cows. It's a cowbell. And through all this, they find he realizes they're at the lake, and he finds his wedding ring. He puts it back on, and oh, fucking buddy. How awesome does Murph look now? (laughs) He looks very metal. That's what I'm going to (laughs) say. Metal! We find out that... Did he have the MF on his his belt buckle He did not. uh, We find out that his uh, his new spirit has given a better connection and kind of Murph gets his final form and mega form. They just kick the shit out of this. He's got Gatling guns on his shoulders. On his robot wings. (laughs) And they start to kind of go, they kind of subdue it, but there's still a rift here and Magnum Chaos is still coming through and they're like, we lost, right? And Murph's like, yes. Like, Where's Drake? He's like, well, he had to see something about it. And at the end, you do find out the wife is still available, and they embrace, and that's where this issue ends. This issue was glorious. It was very good. This is my favorite issue of the series so far, absolutely. Oh, for sure. This is my yeah. pick of the week. My pick of the week, too. Hands down. I, I was wrestling with between this and Batman. This, and and I, I never thought reading the, reading, when, when you guys started talking about this book, and then I picked it up, and I got caught up, I never thought that this book would be a pick of the week book. Well, but, it was, oh my god! Number one, num- it's about metal and and you know a falcon. Num- uh, num- what is not to like? Number one I was I, I think believe I believe it was me and Paul's pick of the week. Maybe Josh too for the first one. Um, I don't th- think, I think it was my pick. I don't. Of the week. I think but we was, did. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely yeah. ours. Like, just def- because definitely it, Paul's. It was <laughs> such a cool concept. The best way I can this one this. is just a great book. It, I yeah. mean, it still has that over the top kind of just yeah it's all there i mean it's the cowbell of eternal flames this this series is shaping up to be like shirtless bear fighter only with heavy metal i mean which makes it better i know yeah Yeah, because metal makes everything better it does felt kind of short didn't it i i I heard it was pretty the ending on it yeah it was i heard it was just like the same joke over and over. yeah pretty much well yeah but it's shirtless bear fighter and i loved it he did i did he did i have every uh this the uh this this book's fantastic all righty. I wish it would be an ongoing. I'd be all down for this. I can see this becoming an ongoing. Yeah, thing. I'm not sure what's going on with this one. I can't quite Well, tell. Image, image really isn't letting you know if things are ongoing. Yeah, or Yeah, because it definitely feels yeah, like it's going to end. we had one this week that ended, and I didn't expect it no, to end. No, because it was never. I guess we'll do that one next. Uh, Bully Wars number five. Yeah, that was. Yes. Uh, I Okay. Fine. I just read Which, it, I mean, so. I guess that's two for two for Scotty Young. Well, as no, far I'm as not his... sure that's ended because if you look got, at the we end, got a, the it end says, the end. but it also says volume one. Okay. For the trade at the end. 
It yeah, says so we'll volume. See. It says volume one. Well, but there's so. nothing for Bully Wars number six. So yeah, no. Again, I don't know. Because yeah. I mean, one. look. Well, hey, Scotty Young did this with. Uh, I hate Fairyland. Yeah, he, just he stopped it. He's like, no. hey, by the way, this is the last issue, and people were like, oh shit. Well, bummer. But and is that a bunch of kickballs on the cover? Yes, yes. it is. Awesome. Dodgeballs. Dodge there's, there's a reason for it because uh, yes, yeah. There so is. this one wraps up. Um, again, another one that wrapped up very uh, nicely, nicer than I expected. Yeah, yeah. This this had a sort of feel good ending. Um, like a. Too much of a feel-good ending for this the the tone this book sort of set. Um, it is it is an all ages book. We we have the bullies fighting over uh, the the kid in, in the rat mascot suit, and um, ultimately they the the nerds show up to rescue their friend with uh, some dodgeballs in the the death blaster. Dodgeball death blaster three thousand, yes. and they they demolish the other bullies with it. But the the bully they had teamed up with was like, okay, well, I mean, I guess you guys won. And they're like, oh, well, hang on, we made a deal. Uh, we'll get you out of here, and you can win. He's like, well, hang on, I, I didn't win. But have they idea. have him dress up in the rat costume, and they have Spencer, uh, the nerd kid, walk out with the rat. And he's like, all right, I win, so I'm king of the school now. And uh, My first decree is no, no bullying. bullying. This is zero-tolerance school. And they all become friends with Rufus, their their previous bully. He's like, "Oh, well, I'm actually into some cool stuff too, like comic books and video games." And it's it's it, it was too Aww. it was too feel good for this book, in my opinion. Um, Eat a piece of cheese, <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll feel good too. I feel bad eating so much of it because it's like I want to share it with you guys. He has a refrigerator. Full I, of I, I have two more big blocks of that. Oh, That's all you need. Sorry. I liked it. I like this issue. I I did too. I I like. He's I so it. happy now. You look, see, he, it, went, he it, went from it, this to I like this issue. It's, it's like one of those fluffy kittens. This is I, what we, this is what we got to do. I, I'm gonna I, have to like vacuum seal some of this, and just every week, just 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 every now and again, where he's like, yeah, the problem I have with this issue, feed him a piece of cheese, <laughs> and he's like. Nothing. Everything is good. Everything is fine now. <laughs> I have cheese. Die, Die Hard is not a... Here's a piece of cheese. <laughs> it is a Christmas movie. Oh, man. It's, it's the best Christmas movie. <laughs> like Pavlov. Yeah. Every time he starts getting negative, he's going to start putting his hand out like, why is, why is my hand out? Why am I craving cheese all of a sudden? It's. I, I, I mean, I'll look forward to more of this, but like, I don't know where they the go. The cheese or Bully Wars? Both. Okay. <laughs> Both. All right. Um, what do we want to hit next? We want to hit die number two. We might as well. Okay. We all read this, right? I yes, believe so. I uh, we were all very enamored what, and excited my, about the very first issue. Was it a pick of the week? My pick of the week. Your pick, pick of the week. week. It was. It was very good. Um, we get a lot of the rules of the games, so to speak, in this one. I thought this was very good. I didn't like it as much as the first edition. I know I'm on the same boat. Yeah, and, and I really think the reason you guys didn't enjoy it as much as the first one was because it's very heavy. It's on very heavy D &D on the D and D role. stuff. Well, I love D and D and role playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. this and, is this is more of a showcase of their powers right. inside this world, which yeah. are very cool. But as a D and D player, they're very fucking overpowered. 
Like, oh, holy fuck. Totally OP. These are all, like, everyone's fucking wet they, They're, dream. like, demigod level. But that was the point. That was kind of the point. We have the well, I mean, point of this game or yeah. something. But anyway, yeah. Uh, so that's pretty much what a lot of this issue is. And they're starting the journey or their adventure. You know adventure what? Now, now, that I'm, now that I'm remembering what happens in this, this was better than the first one. Yeah, I you think this was better than the first one? Oh, yeah. The part yeah. where... The part where the player not only do they showcase their powers, but they showcase how they play off of each other. And, and that how one they, scene they where each yes, power. the one scene where Ash, the dictator who can change people's uh, moods, the, the one character With the is the that grief, shows up. Yeah, the grief oh knight who gains power by getting sad. He's like, I don't want to fucking do this. And then Ash is like, You're gonna get sad. And then he starts like, listening. Don't off do like, it. Don't like, do it. Your family's gonna fucking die. You're gonna you're gonna show up just in time for them to be buried. And he starts fucking weeping and like his sword powers the fuck. I'm like, oh fuck, this is awesome. Oh, I thought you were talking about when the knight that she had met before shows up. Oh, that was awesome. That too. was an awesome panel. Yeah, where he's like, where he's like, where she she, she fucks him over by saying, like, hey, you know, yeah, like he on said, I, I vow that I will be devoted to you until I see, until you, see you again. again. She's like, yep, I, I, you know, on a whim, I just said that, and then it turns out and he, he made, died three, three, like, yeah, three, three years, years later, and then worms ate his eyes, and he couldn't see, so he literally can't fulfill his oath. Right. But then the other one uses magic Angela? to one of them uh, that has the ability to bind gods. Yeah. Or, or or heal them. Oh, I don't know what her cleric. power is. It's the cleric, but I don't think she's the god binder. Isabel. Uh, yeah, the god the god binder. Is it the god binder? That's what the they same call one her. that uses the uh... Yeah, because she makes a deal with the uh, the bear oh, yeah. Ozer. The bear Ozer and then she got another owes, god yeah. to like and give so magical eyes to this thing. So yeah, he, they he won't go to that the realm, and then right? immediately decays well, we on top that. of her. Isn't that, that was... don't they don't they she say now we're not gonna go that They're not gonna go to Angerla or because their past is there, right? Yeah, and so the one thing that, they don't want to face. So, is their past. so, yeah. so the route that they're taking, I is really kind like. Of dictated. I really them. dig all their powers. The only one that didn't stand out too much was Neo, the rogue one, oh, where the, she the had sister. to like she had to like buy her power every day, otherwise right. she to pay the tithe. It. Yeah, and she's but it's almost like the thieves, the thieves guild. A where little you bit. Pay your tithe. Yeah, I like the fool a lot though. Oh yeah, but they um, even say you can't trust trust the. Neo because well, they're basically a junkie. What I right. what I sort of liked in the beginning or the part of that s- the story thing is is like look, we can't be away long again like we were before because it's like, you know, My they, husband's all, leave all their lives, gonna, yeah, yeah, all that stuff was coming up and and that that was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And, and the way they, they got out they, they explain pretty much why get forced into they it. They explain why one lost an arm is they all had to want to go home and that's how they figured it out. And as the they one were, that stuck got pulled, they all like basically gathered around and yeah, they, they wanted to go home. And then the game master or the grandmaster grabbed the one kid Saul, and pulled him the back. The one that got stuck yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. And another's arm got pulled back with him. So when they all got like teleported away, her arm was caught in the teleport right. and got shorn off. And now the one guy that's the game master now, um, he doesn't want to leave. He wants them to play the game and they and can't he wants leave without to play co- forever. Yeah. They can't convince him to. Change his mind, so I guess they have to find a way to to beat him, like they did the last game mas- or grandmaster. Yeah. So it was good. I, I enjoyed it, but like I said, I said, it's very good. I thought I like. I remember liking the first issue a lot it, more. It's just I think it was a little too heavy on. And and but that. you know I'm what? Okay on, on, with on, that because again, I think we needed sec- sort yeah. of all that to to for it to go now on. Now that we reviewed it, I think this is my pick of the week. Like it this, was, it was right. This up was there. better than I remember while re- 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 reading it, but re- reviewing it, it's like, it's much I can better. really see like. Even though these two are into it, now me and you cheese in me. really now that you have like getting in depth with this. Yeah, for sure. 
Okay. The the art in the book uh, does enhance a lot of the good stuff, but it also makes it confusing to figure out where the fuck they right. are. Right. I did find myself. So it, it, it aids it a lot, bit. but it also hinders it a little bit. But that's really. But I think complaint. that's by design too. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna hit uh, Prodigy number two. Oh boy. Oh boy. Did anybody else? Yes. Yep. Did you? Okay. All right. We're going to make this kind of quick. What the fuck? What the fuck is going on? Yeah. Holy hell. Each page turn, I'm like, what the hell is this? Who the hell is this? I was confused reading okay. this. My summary of this is the main character still... I don't want... He's perfect in every way. He main has character a, is the most perfect motherfucker. The evil guys are the most evil motherfuckers. Like, like the... Age. Yeah, but I'm okay with all of that. But then we have this thing with these... They're hunting the kids. And I'm like, what the yeah. fuck is this? If you didn't think they were evil before, they're hunting orphans. Yes. And hunting orphans and, and shooting them and putting them Meanwhile, on like Meanwhile, the main character hunt. is so oh, fucking God. smart. He has a, his own council of reeds in his own head. My, my problem is he meets with the, the agent at the beginning and it's like what the hell is this he, when he, there's like 10 of them or whatever what the fuck is going on that's in, in his, his head. head that's in his head yeah that's how he <laughs> figures things out and that's all happening instantaneously that's what i thought but i was like wait the fuck but my my problem with it is he breaks down this secret agent that comes to him with this problem and he's breaking it down it's like and i could tell by the by your bruising on your thumbs that you have a vinyl collection She's yeah. been wearing gloves since she met him. <laughs> you cannot see bruises through gloves, you fuck. And I'm like going, what the hell? Bruises? Vinyl? What? What? Yeah. Uh, this is yeah. This is very self-indulgent. The, the, the evil people have something going to do on, with yeah. this alternate universe attacking. Right. They have a bomb, but they've messed up. And the evil, evil son, who his dad's the leader, is basically like... Listen, you keep fucking up, your oldest son's gonna take over. Yeah, not uh, digging this book. No, this, I'm, I'm, dro I'm probably dropping it. Yeah, I, I, I might I read one more to, to see how absurd yeah. it gets. Because yeah. the first issue was absurd. This one was way absurd. I mean, I'm it's so not. So glad I didn't pick not, this up. Not in a good way. It's just like, what in the fuck? Uh, honestly, I, I'd say he's 0 for two on the Netflix book so far, because I don't think any of us end, end up finishing uh, the Magic, Magic Order. Order. No. No. No, I mean, no, started off strong, I but I, I couldn't hang. I've hit it through four issues, and yeah. So, okay. Anything else? Um, yeah, self-made number two. This was the book about the video game character that became kind of self-aware. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Um, I wanted to pick read the first one, and I never made it to. So. And this one picks up on what happened. So the the first I, issue I was was the the, the, the yeah. super fucking like. Prince Charming hero guy going through the game, he'd fuck up without taking the advice of the NPC that was telling him good advice, and then he'd, re he'd restore from a save point, and then do it the way she wanted, and over and over again, and then eventually at the end, he like jumped out of the game, he's like, listen, this NPC's telling me what to do, and it's pissing me off, this shouldn't be the way the game's run, or this NPC is going rogue or whatever, tell me what's wrong with this fucking game. Well, in this one, we meet the programmer um, who created that NPC, and the way they set it up is that like, this company builds a video game environment, and then they have character designers that just make NPCs they can just drop in this, these games. And this one woman's like a super prodigy at it, and she puts all her NPCs through a test where they're sitting opposite from each other, and she says, listen, I'm going to press a button, and a countdown is going to start, and in 10 seconds, this room will explode and kill both of us. Here is a gun. 
Your only option is to shoot me or die. And we both die. And she's putting one of her NPCs through it. And he's like, what the fuck? I can't do that. I'm not going to kill you. That's messed up. Well, it blows up. And she gets knocked out of the of the simulation. And her NPC dies. Well, we find out that she handed off an unfinished NPC. And it gets thrown into the game. And then the events of the first issue take place. So he brings it back to her. He's like, you fucked this up. I know you handed it off to an intern to finish. But find out why this, this NPC got fucked up. She goes and interviews the... Uh, the intern, he's like, I just copy and pasted code, so it wasn't me at all. And she reviews it, she's like, oh shit, it was me. I did something to this NPC that fucked it up. She puts the NPC through the test. And um, she starts the counter, and she, it, it starts at 10. And she's like, uh, are you absolutely committed to the course of your action? And the NPC asks her while she's in there. She's like, yes, I am. She's like, all right, very well. She pulls the trigger. And the next page reveals that she just shot her, she blew her hand off. She didn't kill her. She's like, wow, that's something I didn't really expect. Um... And then she realizes she just kind of needs to explore this whole self-aware AI thing. So um, th that's kind of where we, we kind of get the the outside perspective of the developers of this of this NPC character. So it's it's still interesting. They didn't really develop a whole lot, but um, I do like the NPC character. They're that they're the self-aware NPC character. So I'm I'm going to keep reading this. This is I mean, a pretty good book. I like the first issue, the guy getting pissed off because the NPC character it was a lot of fun. That, isn't that all video games? Well, aren't like if we play video games, aren't we at the mercy yeah. of the NPCs? Yeah. Um, well, the thing is, what happened in the first issue is that she kind of pushes him to the side and then becomes the hero oh, herself. Becomes, yeah. Okay. And he was like, you. "Well, hang on a second. I'm the main character. This is pissing me off." Right. So that's kind of what happened in the first issue. Instead of being an NPC, she was right. The player. Right. She wasn't the companion. She was. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so. I'm gonna keep reading it. I really like self-made. So um, if you have, and I know you say you didn't get a chance to pick up the first one. I I do recommend it. You might you might like it. Sounds interesting. Yeah, I'll definitely be on for the third one. Um, okay. Uh, anything else you, you want to do? You want to do Oblivion song? Yeah, let's do Oblivion song. Go ahead. Let's sure. With it. Um. So we pretty much have. Um, Nathan and uh, or no, yeah, Nathan and Cole, or Nathan Cole, Nathan Cole, that's his name. Nathan and Ben. Ben. Um, are they're in? They he's got the device. He's trying to fix it because the the thing that sends him to the other to the Oblivion uh, world, and uh, we have all the creatures out. Which there are a lot of creatures in this book, and honestly, they look pretty good. Yeah. I, I like yeah, the we find the out a little bit more about them, and uh, you know we're we're dealing with the you know the cops in Philly uh, dealing with everything, and you know we have a nice little police moment here. We uh, we have some of the uh, the soldier that Nate went to earlier in the uh, story to try and get help. He comes out. He's like, well, I had to help because I have experience with yeah, this. Yeah, and he comes he comes out and he does. He and does they, they help even talk out. about yeah. it's like. We don't know where, where Nathan is, but we know he has something to fucking do with this. And we also find out that they don't have sharp teeth, but they can crush your bones, and that's kind of how they right. end up killing you and, and, and stuff like that. So um, uh, Nathan and his brother have a, uh, a moment, and we you know he's like, why did you do this again? And, you know, and he's like, look, you know, I didn't have anything back at Earth, and, you know, there's, there's hope and stuff for people here, and... 
and uh, we find out a whole bunch of creatures are kind of looking over them <laughs> in their little hidey hole spot and observing and getting ready to pounce and uh, they pretty much come after them they lead them up to an a big ogre what they call an ogre and and lots of monster stuff happens and um um, Nathan's able to fix his machine, and right and, before and he does, he, he stabs sends, his brother with the teleporting, whatever they are. The yeah, however the, he does, because when he flips that switch, he turns everything back into Philly, and his brother then is transported to oblivion. Back, back back to oblivion. So he sends his brother back to oblivion, and that's pretty much uh, you know how this issue ends. I don't believe this is the end of the arc no yeah, 12 be one, more, one more because that's the original 12 that they wrote and um so honestly this picked up it this did, this it did was this up. was this was really this was good for oblivion song again like this was uh we had a lot of cool cool yeah, it, looking it creatures good. it's still not up to what the I first mean, like the five or six were like yeah a ball sack on there too. yeah they do yeah <laughs> they do they 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 do um but uh this was um there's this this one i like this one i actually was like oh wait because the last couple yeah, of issues were, were very we were, down yeah, yeah we were really this definitely has has re-sparked my interest in this series because i was really on the verge of it's going the way of a kirkman story it started out really cool and really strong and now it's just dragging the fuck on and we're not kind of we sort of we, we were moving along slowly yes yeah yeah so this this one uh, moved things happened and yeah it was good, so uh, at least he has one good book out. All right, all right, go ahead. Uh, seeing as how I was abandoned on this one, I'll be reviewing this myself. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Um, we're at Kickass issue eleven with the new Kickass. The I read a kick-ass. lot this week. You should be happy. <laughs> I didn't get the last piece of cheese, so. That's because he got the all clear and he just like, wait, you have more? (laughs) You whined about the first piece for five. I still feel the heat. I didn't whine about it. I'm just saying it was a good long heat. It was nice. I had another piece. But in this issue, um, Kick-Ass confronts, uh, is it Wagner again? Uh, the, The second in command of the cartel. Uh, confronts him at his house. They're, they're going to storm the house to find out where... Well, she storms his house to find out where the head of the cartel is. Ends up cutting off his hand while he's trying to stab her with a knife. Um, he gives her an address, like, right away. And she leaves him, uh, but she calls an ambulance so he don't bleed out. Um, she's getting ready to storm the cartel house that she was given but she has to get rid of the kids first so she has her sister watching them uh sister tells her that she was at the hospital and she thinks maurice twitched his hand which is the brother-in-law that she blew up uh when she was fighting violencia um the sister thinks she's dating somebody that's why she's hiding this and she needs to watch the kids that she's going to be out all night and she's like well i'm doing something i'm just not dating somebody and Sister, like, there's kind of some foreshadowing. She goes, whatever you're hiding, I'm going to find out, you know. Well, we hope not. Well, she hopes not. So. Have we gotten original kick-ass in this series yet? Not yet. 
Uh, we have nothing out of Dave uh, Lewinsky. Lewinsky. But um, Kick-Ass and her men from the gangs that she has, you know, absorbed. Uh, they're going to storm this stronghold of the cartel. Uh, her men are serving as the distraction, taking on the cartel men head on. While she sneaks in, she sneaks in the house to confront Santoros. I believe that is his name. Uh, finds out that Wagner's there and it is a setup. All her men are dead because they've been shot in the back um, because they knew they were coming. Um, he gave her a false address, set it all up. And, you know, she's like, I'm still going to kill you. Put your guns down, you know. Uh, she gets sucker punched by somebody off, off the page and it's... Violencia out of jail in a very juggernaut looking say, costume. He looks like juggernaut. Yeah. Yep. And that's where it lets off. Um, I'm really digging this series. Uh, it's it's not original Kickass, but it's a it's a good interpretation. So, you think we're gonna get original Kickass showing up? Maybe not Kickass, uh, Dave Lewinsky Kickass, but I think we will see uh, Hit Girl show up. Uh, that's because more, I do believe that we've had Violencia show up in the new Hit Girl series, which is much worse than this book, right? Where you guys dropped it. Uh, the ago. first four weren't good, and then she like got out of well, Colombia and run and went to Canada. Yeah, well, went to Canada, yeah. and then she was she's left Canada, and now she's in Rome. And I guess and that after that she goes to Hollywood. Well, yeah, that's this what is Kevin Smith's right. Yeah, and this is the one Kevin Smith's right. So I'm probably gonna pick Hit Girl back up for the Kevin Smith run. Okay. Okay. Anything else? You just want to do Wrong Earth first, or you want to do... No. All right. Um, I also read Torok number one. Look at you. Yes. Look at you reading yes. the Torok. Harkening back to some of the gold key... Or uh, I was going to say, if you would have said Valiant, I would have kicked you. And then picking up with Turok Dinosaur Hunter and the Valiant, right. which is still a great series if, if anybody's ever read it. I no, no one in the history of comics read that. Nobody it was Valiant. Nobody read it. Yeah. The the original they're, Valiant they're, series were were not there, but nobody read it. Just like the current Valiant series, nobody's reading. <laughs> and but there are plenty of them out there. There are warehouses full of those Valiant books. Oh yeah, you oh, can yeah, get they're them. making covers out of old yeah. ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, this did justice to to Turok. Um, it starts off with. Um, not Turok. This is uh, written by Ron Mars. Yes, it yeah, is. So. And the artwork on this is Castro. Is it... Yeah, Roberto, Roberto Castro. Castro. Yeah, which the art is really good in this. Um, I was pleasantly surprised with this. It starts out with uh, Andar, Turok's brother, mm -hmm. and he's being led through the desert by a bunch of Union soldiers. So this starts off in. Um, I think 1872, like during the reservation when they're forcing the Indians off the land and stuff like that. And, you know, they, they, they like leave the brother out in the middle, you know, as bait. And, of course, Turok comes and saves them. Um, they're like, you know, we're, you know, take him down. Like he just like fires a bunch of arrows, take, takes out some Union soldiers, uh, frees his brother and takes off. So... We see a mysterious character on a ridge riding, 
and it doesn't really give any insight to who that is. Um, there's no, there's no dialogue there. There's just it's just him, and those are the three panels he's in. So, they're in this canyon. It starts getting narrower and narrower. The uh, Union soldiers follow him into the one side, and all of a sudden, an Allosaur appears, or is that a, a Velociraptor? Uh, kind of tears up some Union soldiers, hurts one. Um, they end up taking down the dinosaur, and the corporal of the unit is like, well, I said I'd follow that redskin bastard to hell and back. So they follow him. Um, Torak and his brother and are find a portal. And, of course, it leads to distant past with dinosaurs. So I think we're going to see something called true to Turok Dinosaur Hunter. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they pull this character in the whole Pathfinder Planescape stuff they've been doing with like Red Sonia and Tarzan know. and stuff. Yeah, they um, could. I could see it happening. Because he, he'd fit right in. Yeah. But, yeah, um, seriously, I love the original Turok stuff and the Dinosaur Hunter series out of that. Because this is a Dynamite book, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is out of Dynamite. Yeah. I, um, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised at all. No. Really, really I think this might be one of the first Dynamite books except for Green Hornet that we uh, reviewed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good show, Dynamite. Um, holding true to form with uh, Turok. Okay. I'm looking forward to a second issue. And our... Our matey. We're, we're, we're at our... Is this the final one? This is the final one. Final one. And, of course, here would be the the pirate Arg. Arg. Shiver me timbers. Yeah. We have to let jo- Pirate Josh do this. So Absolutely. Take it away. All right. Uh Wrong Earth number five. The Wrong Earth number five. Um, this was very good. It was. A lot happened in this issue, and I'm trying to remember what it is. <laughs> uh, we get uh, the backstory of um, the kid from uh, Earth Omega that uh, was raised by an abusive father and one day, uh, number one shows up with his gang just to hurt people, and he kind of has number one kill his dad for him. Well, the, the dad has a shotgun behind the counter. He goes to pull it, and the kid stops him. Right, so just number so number one, one can, can kill him. And then he's like, he kind of goes under number one's wing and becomes like this weird blood donor sort of guy. I don't know yeah, what like number one's deal is in this with universe. With the blood. Yeah, because he's like just siphoning blood off of him. Um for no other real reason than he's just like really edgy is all I kind of got yeah. from it. Um, but happy-go-lucky Adam West Dragonfly Man uh, wants to help him turn over a new leaf and he he, he sees the good in him. So um, he explains that he was able to survive the falling building by <laughs> spraying himself liberally with, with a, a, like explosion repellent of his own oh, design. Love it. I, that, I mean, it's the second the time they've done that. The fact that it actually works in that universe. Yeah, well, I mean, he's used great. bullet repellent yeah. already, so why not explosion repellent? I'm, I'm waiting for the issue where his head gets chopped off and he just picks it back up, puts it back on, and he's like, oh, anti, anti-decapitation yeah. repellent or something like that. Um... And meanwhile, on uh, Earth Alpha, Dark Knight, uh, Dragonfly Man, um, it's caught in the giant piggy bank and just blows it up with plastic. And they're explosives. like dancing around, and they're like, "Oh, oh, he has plastic!" And like, no fucks. He's just like, doof, doof, 
boom. <laughs> yeah, and he basically just threatens the rest of the like happy-go-lucky villains. He's like, stay the I fuck. I ain't got time for this. He's like, yeah. stay the fuck out of my way. There's a real villain out there somewhere. Get your shit together. And they're like, wow, maybe we, maybe he was right. Maybe we should, <laughs> maybe we should turn our new leaf. Um, and back at the bug house, or the the bat cave or whatever, they're putting the the mirror back together. Um, and uh, number one from Earth Omega, the the, the evil number one, because the the happy go lucky one's dead. He was shot a few issues ago back on uh, the other the other Earth. Um, he threatens them and. Uh, after they put the mirror back together, um, he jumps inside just as Dragonfly Man gets there. And because of the cracks in the mirror, because it wasn't fully sealed or whatever, it's like a shattered world that he goes to, and then he just gets torn apart himself and just gets... Explodes. Turns, to, turns into gore, yeah. But he calls out to um, number one, one Prime... prime. Because we have we have Earth Omega and Earth Alpha, but he calls out to a Prime Number One, uh, so it kind of alludes to there being a yet a third Earth. I I, I think my favorite part of this is when uh, Dark Knight gets in the uh, Batmobile of this world, and he's like, everything's labeled. Everything's labeled, labeled. Yeah. He's like, in this hunky fucking world, I wonder if this worked. Supercomputer, find. Find somebody. Find, find, number, find one. number one. Yeah. And it's like, boop, got it. Yeah. Like, um, he makes fun of the campiness of this world. It's fucking glorious. But uh, uh, Stinger uh, from the Happy, Happy Go Lucky Verse is like, oh, man, I did it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm the reason he's dead. I broke the mirror. I wish I were dead. And Dark Knight, Dragonfly Man, is traumatized by this because his Stinger actually killed himself yeah. Yeah. in his universe. So he's like, oh, shit. Uh, no, no, no. It was... I'm the good dragonfly man. I those dastardly villains. I I just pretended I shot those guys because and they're in the witness protection. protection yeah, and, and number two, the Harley character is just like, like are you fucking kidding? Yeah, me? this is full of shit. Uh, but he's just trying to convince him that he didn't actually kill anyone and that everything is still good. Um, and then back on Earth Alpha, uh, Adam West, you know, uh, why dragonfly does he have man. the guards in the? Like those it, are the those are the guys that shot him when he first police. got here. Okay, yeah, they're the police that he police. that first shot him, and he he put him he put him behind. Uh, okay, in a prison gotcha. cell or whatever. But in this one, he asks Stinger to be his uh, Stinger his too. partner. Yeah. <laughs> so this was great. I love it. Did Did you notice that that is a misprint there? By the way, that is Earth Omega. It should be. You're right. It is. That confused me for like a hot minute. Because the Dark Knight world is Omega. Hey, yep. We finally got a misprint. And... Hey, you have connections with Ahoy. That's right. Call him up. Be like, do you know hey, there was a misprint? A misprint. Yes. Oh, I didn't know there was a second story in this. Yes. Or... Um, the second I didn't story. get to it. Uh, second story was probably one of my favorites. It's uh, this just ex-military agent that was basically turned into a super soldier is just mowing shit down with two mach just oversized machine guns uh dragonfly man kind of gets his ass kicked and out of nowhere this girl comes in just snaps this guy's neck and it's kind of the catwoman like love interest of dragonfly man and they go back to his place and she's like i always forgot how nice your place was and he's kind of talking about like well, you've kind of gotten out of the life until now, and I'm kind of 
losing my interest in it. And there's a call on the radio, and they just shut the radio off. So I'm thinking this might be setting up the Earth, Earth Prime. 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 And the guy that was assumed dead before was find, found out that through these nanites that were giving him the super strength, his neck was broke, his vocal cords were, but he's still alive. And Dr. Decay is saying, well, you have a cancer called Hope. I want to take that out of you, and he takes nanites out. He, and he performs says, a hope endectomy on him. Yep, Jesus. <laughs> and he takes these nanites out, and he's going to do a hope endectomy on all of mankind. So, it was an interesting little story. I'm wondering where it's going. Uh, it looks like Earth Omega, though, not necessarily Earth kind Prime. Of, it yeah, does so. kind of, but because that's his. That's the Dragonfly Man costume from yeah. Earth Omega. Yeah, so I'm thinking that's where it is, but um, I don't know because it's a little separate. So. I'm loving this series, though. Absolutely. I'm really glad that I just randomly fucking stumbled upon it. Yeah, I'm it, glad so. you did as well. Uh, like I said, I'm still on three of the four, and very I look forward to them a lot. Yep. Um, especially, this is probably still my favorite, but High Heaven is a close second. Yeah, that one's gotten really good. This one's, I mean, until the next issue of High Heaven comes out, I mean, this one's still better, but, I mean, it, it, could, it could go either way. And... And uh, the Snifter Terror is awesome as well, but that's exactly what you expect. It's a goofy, off-the-wall... Bunch of anthologies and stuff. Anthologies, so... All righty, so that's it for our comics this week. And uh, do we have any meteor or any other news there to talk about, Mr. Jimmy? Um, Doomsday Clock pushed back three weeks? It's pushed back, yeah. Like I said, we know is what that we'll, news though. We know we know no, what we'll be making news. Jimmy's uh, pick of the week. I can set my own clock to do uh, pushback at this I point. I mean, like unconfirmed, but rumors are reported to have uh, Lady Sif being in her own uh, Disney series, produced by Kevin Fergie. Feige. Kevin Feig? Feige. Feige. I think it's Feige. Oh. Feige. Feige. Fogey. Not how you Fung. said it. <laughs> Whatever. There's no R in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fergie is a very attractive rap, Yeah, rap singer. Listen, it's small print on Josh a phone that just went dark. Shamal or whatever. That and is. apparently Fergie Fergie will love you long time. Yeah. She's got those lovely lady hopes. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Okay. So, Sift, anything else? Um, it was announced that Marvel's, uh, well, Disney's acquisition of Fox will become official March 1st. Oh. Oh, dear. So that will be the closing date for that, and then... The floodgates open. Yes, yep. they do. Oh, my goodness. So, um, you want to talk about that comic rating thing that you... Oh, me? yeah, um... Uh, CBCS uh, put out on their Facebook page this week. They've gotten some uh, books in that for regrading from other companies that when they examined them, the cards in them actually were counterfeit. Counterfeit. So they were lower grades that people were cracking the top of the case and sliding in different cards to represent a higher grade. So it was kind of a, hey, customers, look out for this <laughs> because it is happening. Yeah. Yikes. So. So inspect your slabs if you're buying slabs. Just, you know. I, I know whenever I I buy 
it's usually from someone on that's definitely on eBay that's higher rated, but I'll still check that number. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much what they're telling you is uh, to check the number and or just buy a book raw <laughs> the way they're supposed to be bought that's so right. you could actually look at it. Didn't, okay. didn't, didn't, didn't you just buy a slab book recently? And uh, sell a slab book recently? I know. I just bought that for you. There were no monies exchanged except for I bought it for you. You bought it. <laughs> In fact, this one over here, he, he gets a slab book and good old buddy gene taught him how to crack that That's bad right. boy he's like crack that looks much get nicer it. outside like, of that get case. out of there <laughs> so all right anything else uh meter wise we're kind of nah. i guess a little quiet on some things uh, everything supernatural picks up with new episodes next season. They're, they're, everything's uh, i haven't i haven't come watched back a single episode this season me, so. either. me neither me either uh, i just I'm got so caught up on got ham so that's it started yeah. it started yeah. up all right yeah i watched the that first was on one. last night i believe oh i totally yeah, missed that this one's going like uh 10 i think episodes i think this and that's this, the final yeah, season it's so like yes. 10 um i i finally found a new addiction i, I started watching uh the mass singer oh god oh my, yeah don't i don't know why because i don't really go in for those kind of shows but it's actually kind of neat to watch all right, stop talking. <laughs> Fuck off. I got a new addiction. I, I bought a smoker. And yeah. And, <laughs> and, and uh, made I got a Josh... new addiction, eating the cheese that he makes. In the <laughs> Just the buffalo, right? Just, oh, man. That doesn't matter, any of it. He, wow. he was eating all of it. <laughs> I would eat more if it was like... More I, of I, it if here. I didn't... Sitting there. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to be like a here, fucking... all gone. Eating all of it. Look at me and Jimmy. Does it really think... Do you really think you're going to like... Pig out more than we've ever shown Look, each man, other. You, d- you don't never take the last slice of pizza. You never take the Listen, last slice of cheese. So. Wait a minute. If, if you want an experience. Hold on. Why do you not take the last piece of pizza? Unless you bought the pizza. No, no, no. You need to know how to take the last piece That's of right. pizza. That's you, right. You pick up the box. Go, hey, I won't get rid of this box. Is anyone want this last slice? And everyone goes, no. I'm like, okay, I'll eat it so we don't waste it. That is how you do it, Josh. <laughs> He's right. He's right. Right, but this is this is a body built for right. pizza. I'm, I'm getting rid of these fucking plastic things. All yours. All right. <laughs> See, you're learning. We'll so. we'll we'll take you down to Shady Maple one day, and we'll put on a clinic for you. <laughs> oh my God, I could see Josh come back. Hey, you look a little beefier. <laughs> I'll smell different. <laughs> Well, the cheese excursion actually started with a trip to Dutchway for breakfast, and I put a hurting on their bottom line. <laughs> there you go. Um, but no, as far as other media, I don't re- didn't there, see there a really didn't see a whole wasn't a lot. lot. Going on. Uh, shout out! I got a shout out. Yeah, shout, shout out, out to shout Doug, out. who told me he listens to the podcast totally organically. Hey, Doug! <laughs> totally organically. I just saw this guy, and he's like, "Hey." I listen to your podcast. I'm like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> it's like, you're the guy. Not only that, he said, I agree with you that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. And I'm like, wow, he does listen to the podcast. <laughs> Hit him in the gut and get that cheese back off of him. So, so Doug, fuck you, Doug. <laughs> Shout out to Doug. 
Uh, well, Doug uh, did star in um, the YouTube series I plugged early in the podcast, uh, the Call of Cthulhu game that uh, me and, and the Guild of Fools that I'm part of, the D&D group, our YouTube channel, Guild of Fools, uh, he was part of that game. So, um, I don't know if I ever told him about the podcast, but but he is aware of it, so he listens. Hey. I don't know why he isn't commenting, Doug, but... Well, maybe he's the one that has trouble with urination. And maybe he does. <laughs> hey, look, I installed a new spam filter on our website. We still get a lot of spam, but it doesn't show up. I don't have to like manually delete it anymore. They're posting even more messed up stuff now, and I'll have to show you guys afterwards. But it is, I can't even mention it on the podcast. It's wow, that's bad. Whoa, bad. And we say bad things. It's bad. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's gotta be bad. That's yes, that's a terrible thing. So, okay. So shout out to the new spam filter. All right. As long as it's working. All oh, right. Yeah. And we, we have some theme music now. So, yeah, that was, sounds great. That was, uh, that's my band, uh, Dreaded. Uh, that was used on a movie for um, Preston and Steve show that we did a documentary on um, that I was a part of. And um, so, yeah, that's a song, Pappy. Uh, it's pretty much the beginning of that to get us started off on. So. We'll use that for a while until we want to. Is that the doomsday clock? What? 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 The Nothing heck? involving you. Okay, great. But no, that's it. All right. All right. So thanks uh, to Doug, our listener. <laughs> and if you're listening and you comment with your name, we'll give you a shout out too. Yeah. There's still a prize to be I was claimed. Say, there's still prizes some to be claimed. Of, some sort yeah, of prize. Yeah, aren't you like buying something or doing I'll, I'll, something? If they leave a comment, if we they don't know le- yet. If they leave a they're comment, gonna get some um, cheese. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Josh's like, hell no. He's <laughs> <laughs> eating that cheese like me and Jimmy eat. Look at here. It's like a mouse. He have like another like he's not two fists in it. Um, if like, uh, you gave him the old clear, and he's like, Great. if you comment on this episode and comment your favorite type of cheese and what you think of the podcast, Ooh. I will make sure you get something, whether it be a comic book or actually, do you know what? Do you still have some of those West Coast Avengers? My, my variant? Yeah. Uh, a signed variant from all the crew here of West Coast Avengers. I think number four, the Jimmy Kimmel, the Jimmy Kimmel variant. So, yes. so. Signed by you, Jimmy Kimmel. Signed by Jimmy Kimmel, just not that Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel. Yes. Well, no, the award-winning. The, the rehabby award-winning. The rehabby award-winning. Do you, that is a distinguished group. Me, Donnie Cates, <laughs> and Gary, I can never put any kind of fucking Infidel. time yeah, on it. Porn sack. Porn sack. Dan there, yeah. Slot. Uh, slot. That, that's got a different award. award. <laughs> it's <laughs> a rehabby award. It, it's, it's, like, rehabby. it's like it's still a rehabby. No, if you get <laughs> no, it's still or, a rehabby. That the, or is that the happy? <laughs> if you get a lifetime achievement Oscar, it does not count towards NEGOT. Same thing. <laughs> Why do you know that? Because he know knows things. things. Did you did you know like I, the Red Cross the Blue Cross, do you know there were four cr- crosses? Do you know what the four were? I found this out. Uh, I learned something in my Red, train. white, and red, blue. No, it was red, blue, green, green, and I think yellow. Nope. Red, white, blue, and green. Green, yeah. is, green is the National Safety Council. They are a not-for-profit that still uses it. Red Cross being the other not-for-profit that still uses it. The... Blue Cross was the first one that realized, wait, we can make money off that, and they became Blue Cross Blue, Blue Shield. Shield. And the White Cross was used by the pharmaceutical industry. 
Yes. I, I learned that in my training yesterday. How about that? Look. That was his cross training. <laughs> can we please oh. can we please end this? <laughs> Sharpen eat another piece of shit. <laughs> I want to. That's why I want to end this. Yeah, yeah, he wants to eat more cheese while we're eating. I don't All want to right. lower my opinion of, of Thank you for making it this long and God bless you if you had. You should have turned this off Thanks, many, Doug. Thanks, Doug. Many, Thanks, many Doug. times <laughs> before. And uh, so I'm Paul, the Maestro. I'm Dave the Mad Hatter. Jimmy Kimmel almost live the rehabby award winner. Um I love cheese. I'm Josh. <laughs> you you love cheese, cheese Josh. Josh. You love cheese Josh. Love I like it. All right. Be good to each other. <laughs> <laughs>